It is said that soul is our guru, but to show the path we need a sadguru. The soul chooses its sadguru before taking physical form, and many questions linked to that. Um, your job is to say is to stay sincere on the path and the kind of guru you will meet in your life actually will be very much dependent on the kind of person you are we all attract those kinds of gurus those for example who are looking for extreme shortcuts in their material progress will seek out a tantric guru and say somebody who believes in black magic, somebody who gives them something funny, something scary, and they say, this is going to fix all my problems, and so on. We all end up with the guru based on where we are on our own journey. Even if you met the most enlightened master, but you're not ready internally, you will not see anything in that person. You will just think it's just, uh, it doesn't make sense and so on. That connection, that bond, that surrender comes with time. But that cannot be the excuse to not do your sadhana. We can't say, since I don't have a teacher, I'm not going to do until I find one. And I can tell you with extreme, absolute honesty and conviction if you just follow, let's say, any of my book, the field it talks about, A Million Thoughts for Meditation, or Mindful to Mindful for Zen, or a mantra science, Ancient Science of Mantras for Mantras, you don't need a guru in life. You, you can really get to the highest level by just experimenting with patience and persistence all that I've talked about. If at random you picked any five posts from my blog and just said, I'm going to at random pick five posts and make that the pillar of my life, pillars of my life, you will discover that you don't need anything else. And it is with that mindfulness and that sincerity and truthfulness that I write whatever that I write and I speak whatever that I speak. So, Guru will come if it is necessary on the path. And it's also equally important to know what you want. If you are lost, even after finding a Guru, you may still be lost. It's true. What I mean by that is, if you don't know what you want, even if your Guru gives you everything, you won't know if that's what you wanted. So, if you are clear, you'll say, look, I, would, I want to experience Samadhi then you need to go find a guru who has experienced it, who has done that kind of meditation. If you say, I just want a, a manifestation of energy in front of me, then you need to go find that guru. Basically, all I'm saying is, if you want to learn piano, you can't go to a drummer. Right? You will benefit a little bit. The drummer may teach you rhythm, but you still eventually need to go to a pianist to learn a piano. piano. So... If you don't know what you want to learn, you will go to one musician, to another, to another, to fourth, fifth, sixth, say, too hard, not my cup of tea. They don't know what they're doing. I'm just happy listening to music then. So you need to know what you want. And we can't 
just sit back and, and wait for a guru to come thinking I will start progressing when a guru comes in my life. As you told, we can do chanting at anywhere, anytime. Uh, if, I'll be grateful if you tell us the best timing of mantra chanting. On behalf of Chennai Group, many thanks. Um, really, there is no good, better or best time for chanting as such. The more you chant when you're doing well in your life, or even in your day-to-day -day life when you're happy, the more you will be able to chant and use the energy when things are not going well. So as I was telling yesterday, there is three Kal Sandhya. Kal is time, three is three, and morning, afternoon, evening. So pick any time or pick all three, whatever works best for you. You could even do eat your food. I eat my food as if I'm doing a yajna. And I usually don't like to talk when I'm eating, only if I'm forced to talk, I talk. Sometimes out of social politeness you have to talk when you're eating, not, not otherwise. So I do partake of my food, like eat my food, uh, feeling, thinking with the sentiment that I am doing a yajna that I'm doing fire offerings and this is the fire, Jataragni, fire of my stomach. And you could chant even while you're eating, obviously mentally, and you just put in your food in my... I'm not saying that you have to, while you're chewing a bite, you have to finish the mantra and then take the next one. <laughs> but if you eat mindfully, you will actually find that it's roughly the same amount of time. Chew your food well if you want to lose weight even by being lazy. So, if you just chew your food well, half the problems will disappear. Your stomach shouldn't have to do the work of your teeth. It's very simple. So, no set time, but as I said, if you're doing a Purush Charana, then you have to set a time that I will do it at this time every day. Why is it important to use Gomuk Thali? That cow, mouth, bag, the version is, for, for mala. It's just to protect your chanting beads, keep them closed, keep them, you know, avoid them touching from the floor or other parts of body. And also, you know, they say that you seek privacy when you do bhog or yoga in life. You know, sadhana, it's not a public thing. Sadhana is what you do in your own time, in your own privacy. It's cleansing of the soul. When you purify your body, you go to your washroom, you lock the door. Hopefully you do. You lock the door, right? <laughs> so, when you, when you chant, it's purification of the soul. You, you don't want to exhibit. You're just quietly doing your own thing in your <coughs> mantra rather than wearing malas here, 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 everywhere, and then... Uh, and not doing any chanting. So, <laughs> I've seen uh, sannyasis in India. It takes them almost one hour to get ready. <laughs> they will wear like a ton of gold-studded rudrakshas and other rudrakshas and more malas and malas here and malas here and malas here and malas here and here and there and then tilak and tilak, 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 tilak. So when you look at them you say, oh my god, what a reverential. <laughs> this person is certainly divine. Look how divine he looks and so on. So 
you know, two or three, just if you love wearing them, it's separate thing. I'm not saying that don't wear malas. Wear them. I mean, I, I give my sannyasis malas to wear myself. But in terms of chanting, you don't want to expose your, your mala. If, if you light a lamp in a room that's enclosed, the flame will not flicker as much. You will be able to see the light of that lamp. If I now expose it, go out in the sun, walk around with the lamp, nobody's going to benefit from it. As Vivekananda used to say, when you, when you sow a seed in the ground, you want to cover it. If you're going to keep digging every few hours or few days, has it sprouted? Is it, is it coming out? It'll never sprout. You want to cover. The most important things you want to get done in life, keep your plans private. The moment you make a plan public, now you have to defend yourself and the conscious minds and the egos of many people will come into play. If somebody says to you, if you plan on doing something and somebody says, it's a bad idea, and you say, no, I'm going ahead with it anyway, I will tell you something very strange and funny that will happen. Subconsciously, that person will be praying that you don't succeed without knowing, unintentionally, so that one day they can tell you, I told you so. So they can tell you, see how right I was, I told you don't do this thing. But you still went ahead and did it anyway, and look how you failed. The desire to be right is so strong in people's minds. It's the root cause of all conflict. The desire, the propensity to, I am right, I cannot be wrong. So when you want to get something done in your life, just keep it to yourself. When that happens, the world will see it anyway. And then you, would, you can change your decisions, you can make changes, you can make tweaks, if you keep it to yourself. If you're going to make public, then it's uh, not a good idea. But it's not a bad idea to make your intent of action public. Because that actually motivates you to do. You could tell your friends, I am going to work out four days in a, I'm going in a gym four days in a week. And if you don't go, you will be answerable to somebody. Why aren't you doing that? But if you say, in the next six months, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, bad idea. Because you, are, you have now disclosed your goal, your outcome you're hoping to get. You'll find yourself defending that. It is much more practical and prudent and judicious and wise and sensible to actually say, I am going to do, what you are going to do is disclosed, not what you want to have as a result. If you pay attention, then you might have noticed in Sankalpa, when we take a vow, we only disclose what we are going to do. Because that's just about the only thing we control. We don't disclose, I am going to see a vision of Goddess. That's something you keep in your heart. So know the difference between the two.